0: Eight <laughs> well, 20 here, big five fifty, KTRS. Antonio French joins us uh, last uh, Thursday. Antonio French, uh, you wrote an op-ed piece about uh, Black History Month, and we touched on it on the show. What was your uh, feedback? What was your reaction to that article?
1: Yeah, we did get a lot of uh, a lot of emails and letters about it. Mostly supportive and um yeah, thinking of that is a good thing that we need, you know, that's not a race history. This is not this is a bad approach to uh you know, trying to solve our differences here. This idea of
0: banning certain history in schools is not the way to go. Yeah, so uh it was interesting it was up on stltoday.com. We didn't we didn't get to touch on it, but it it caused a lot of reaction on the show. I get uh, I'd love to get your reaction on this bizarre story that the post dispatch ran of this homeless encampment on the corner of Chippewa and Spring. And the argument from the mayor's office says, sorry, there's nothing we can do. The last time we tried to rouse these guys, they just moved down the block. I can't believe that there's nothing the city can do. On Chippewa and Spring, in front of these people who own this house, that there's nothing they can do.
1: Yeah, I mean, clearly that's that's false. Clearly, the the city can do something. Um, you know, it, it's funny if it, it's frustrating for property owners and business owners in the city right now, folks who are you know, struggling and trying their best to do the right thing. Uh, but if they let their grass in their tree lawn. Get above 48 inches, the city would issue a fine, and uh, inspectors would send them letters and forcibly pay them money. Meanwhile, if you know people come and decide to make their home that same tree lawn, <laughs> the homeowners can't do anything. Uh, they they can't get any support from the city, uh, and if they were to go out there and handle it themselves, uh, surely the city would, you know, would would punish them, and, and pro- probably they'd face you know legal. In uh, criminal charges, um, it is a frustrating situation that the city has just decided that this is the approach it's going to take to homelessness. Um, it is it does not solve homelessness, it does not provide dignity for those folks, it does not provide uh, a pathway out of poverty or into a home or a better situation. Uh, what it does is basically say it's not our problem as a city it's your problem as a homeowner and uh we're really not going to do too much uh to help you and ultimately people are just going to continue to leave because that is not i mean that's not a situation where you want to live in now ironically um you know people who lived uh downtown you know in, in the like the Washington Avenue area over many years uh they were successful in getting the city to shut down a homeless shelter down, downtown, you know, Larry Rice facility, because they said, oh, that, that facility was attracting too many homeless, and, and we were seeing them too often, uh, and they were successful in somehow, you know, shutting this facility down that probably, in hindsight, did help the situation. Uh, now those folks are scattered all over, and what used to be a problem, an inconvenience for folks who decided to move into that area, by the way, Larry Rice was there before they were, who decided to move in that area, now... People all over the city are feeling that that inconvenience because the city has just basically tossed his hands up and say, as a matter of policy, we are not going to enforce city laws uh, and just going to allow people to just you know tent on your lawn, and that's just not that's not practical.
0: I don't know if Larry Rice's uh, building and and energy solved the homeless problem. It masked it. It it, it hit it from 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 plain sight, in a lot of ways, and once that that went away, then we were all able to see uh, the homeless and and everything they do but in terms uh, let me from a progressive point of view on this i 'm shocked that the progressives are not do not want to do anything to help the plight of these people, and instead, as you say it 's not helping the homeless people to be living on a on a busy street on the corner of Spring and Chippewa it's it's not humane it's not christian it's it's not uh, right i mean pick your adjective it's just not acceptable for these people for them and i can't believe these progressives just shrug their shoulders and say sorry there's nothing we can do
1: well i think two things are happening at once one is that this is this is kind of a uh, a national progressive agenda. Uh, this isn't really something born in St. Louis, uh, and it doesn't really you know match St. Louis's uh, situation. But it is a national thing that this approach to uh, homelessness, or, or or whatever the phrase is that folks use now, um, the unhoused. But uh, but and the other thing that's happening is that you know the reality of dealing with homelessness and is is tough it is it is a tough problem to solve because it's not just it's not just about uh the lack of a residence there's a lot of situations that go into why someone is in that situation sometimes it's drugs sometimes it's uh catastrophic financial situations mental illness a lot of different things and so you know when you talk about like the Larry Rice situation the Larry Rice solve homelessness not at all not at all not, not even close but it did solve a practical problem which is that at nighttime people need a place to sleep and uh, and when you don't have those easily accessible places for people to simply sleep at night uh, even when they have the other problems that they have to face in the daytime the basics of being able to sleep and eat somewhere um, they, they, they solve it themselves and these tents are where they sleep and and that's not really. It becomes then somebody else's problem. And maybe that's the way it ultimately gets solved. It becomes so many people's problems that we have to deal with it better as a society. But uh, but it, it's just not a really. It, it doesn't invite people into St. Louis neighborhoods or in St. Louis downtown. And it makes um, you know the problem of. If homelessness spills over into the problem of keeping people in the city, uh, keeping people invested in the city, businesses in the city, it just makes all of that harder.
0: I know the city takes the inordinate uh, amount of uh, homeless problems, right? Um, they, they, they're the ones that sort of the homeless problem is sort of dumped on, if you will, for all sorts of reasons. Um, and I get it. Though there's, there is a growing homeless problem in St. Charles, in, in the city of St. St. Charles. You're starting to see it in other parts of the town. You're starting to see people on, on ramps and off ramps and side roads and everything else. But the, the city takes the overwhelming majority of the homeless. But could you imagine if the story were in the newspaper that there was a homeless encampment on the front sidewalk of somebody who lived in town and country? And the town and country response was, sorry, there's nothing we can do. I mean, it it just wouldn't happen. It's not acceptable in town and country or Clayton or Ledoux or Kirkwood or whatever. But in the city, mm, somehow it's allowed to continue, which makes no sense to me.
1: Well, yeah. So so first, uh, you're right. You wouldn't really see that out there. And, And St. Louis does become the dumping ground of homelessness in the region because what happens out there is if it did happen, the cops will pick them up and they drive them to downtown St. Louis and they double. Yeah. That's what happens a lot. And so most of the homeless in the region literally gets dropped into downtown St. Louis and becomes St. Louis' problem. Now, the other reason you won't see that out there, uh, and why do you see it in St. Louis City, is because the unofficial policy of the administration is to allow it to happen. And, uh, and you know, if, as long as that's going to be the policy, then it's just going to continue and it's going to grow. Uh, and I guess You know, it will grow until either the citizens get upset enough and, you know, there's a shift in in leadership in the city Uh, or, if you know, something very bad happens, you know, violence or uh, somebody gets hurt uh, in one of these situations or you may be in one of these encounters. But uh, it, it's just bad policy that we've got to wait until something really bad happens before we solve what is an obvious problem. I
0: mean, could you imagine having to walk in your back door because the homeless people yell at you as you walk into your front door? I mean, that's insane. Um, and, that's it's, exactly. and they have to sue the city to get the homeless people off their yard. Um, that's. Yeah. Not... Let, me,
1: let me tell you, that probably would not happen in my neighborhood in Northside because it would get handled in a different way. So uh, (laughs) there's some neighborhoods that just won't happen in, and you're not going to just camp on somebody's lawn like that. Uh, But, you know, these are folks that are trying to go through the system. They're calling, they're asking for help, and the city is saying no. So I don't know. They they, they may feel like they don't have any other recourse except to leave the city, and that doesn't help anybody. No.
0: Antonio French, great, as always. Have a good uh, week. We'll talk to you on Thursday.
1: Take care.